Hi, this is Yolanda. I'm sharing with you from the words of the Book of Mormon, 1830, 1st edition. And we've reached chapter 8 of the Book of Alma. Thank you for joining me. Enjoy. Now these are the words which Amalek preached unto the people which was in the land of Abonihah, saying, I am Amalek, I am the son of Gidonah. Who was the son of Ishmael, who was a descendant of Aminadi. And it was that same Aminadi which interpreted the writing which was upon the wall of the temple, which was written by the finger of God. And Aminadi was a descendant of Nephi, who was the son of Lehi, who came out of the land of Jerusalem, who was a descendant of Manasseh, who was the son of Joseph which was sold into Egypt by the hands of his brethren. And behold, I am also a man of no small reputation among all those who know me. Yea, and behold, I have many kindreds and friends, and I have also acquired much riches by the hand of my industry. Nevertheless, after all this, I never have known much of the ways of the Lord and his mysteries and marvellous power. I said I never had known much of these things, but behold, I mistake, for I have seen much of his mysteries and his marvellous power, yea, even in the preservation of the lives of this people. Nevertheless, I did harden my heart, for I was called many times, and I would not hear. Therefore I knew concerning these things, yet I would not know. Therefore I went on rebelling against God in the wickedness of my heart, even until the fourth day of this seventh month, which is in the tenth year of the reign of our judges. As I was a journeying to see a very near kindred, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared unto me and said, Amulek, return to thine own house, for thou shalt feed a prophet of the Lord. Yea, a holy man, which art a chosen man of God, for he hath fasted many days because of the sins of this people, and he is a hungered. And thou shalt receive him into thy house and feed him, and he shall bless thee and thy house, and the blessing of this Lord shall rest upon thee and thy house. And it came to pass that I obeyed the voice of the angel and returned towards my house. And as I was going, and as I was agoing thither, I found the man which the angel said unto me, Thou shalt receive into thy house, and behold, it was this same man which had been which hath been speaking unto you concerning the things of God. And it came to pass that I obeyed the voice of the angel, and returned towards my house. And as I was a going thither, I found the man which the angel said unto me, Thou shalt receive into thy house. And behold, it was this same man which hath been speaking unto you concerning the things of God. And the angel said unto me, He is a holy man, wherefore I know he is a holy man, because it was said by an angel of God. And again I know that the things whereof he hath testified are true. For behold, I say unto you, that as the Lord liveth, even so he hath sent his angel to make these things manifest unto me. And this he hath done, while this armour hath dwelt at my house. For behold, he hath blessed mine house. He hath blessed me, and my women, and my children, and my father, and my king's folk. Yea, even all my kindred hath he blessed, and the blessing of the Lord have rested upon us according to the words which he spake. 
And now when Amalek had spoken these words, the people began to be astonished, seeing there was more than one witness which testified of the things whereof they were accused, and also of the things which was to come, according to the spirit of prophecy which was in them. Nevertheless, there were some among them which thought to question them, that by their cunning devices they might catch them in their words, that they might find witness against them, that they might deliver them to the judges, that they might be judged according to the law, and that they might be slain or cast into prison according to the crime which they could make appear or witness against them. Now it was those men which sought to destroy them, which were lawyers, which were hired or appointed by the people to administer the law at their times of trials, or at the trials of the crimes of the people before the judges. Now these lawyers were learned in all the arts and cunning of the people, and this was to enable them that they might be skilful in their profession. And it came to pass that they began to question Amulek, that thereby they might make him cross his words, or contradict the words which he should speak. Now they knew not that Amalek could know of their designs, but it came to pass, as they began to question him, he perceived their thoughts, and he saith unto them, O ye wicked and perverse generation, ye lawyers and hypocrites, for ye are laying the foundations of the devil, for ye are laying traps and snares to catch the holy ones of God. Ye are laying plans to pervert the ways of right of the righteous, and to bring down the wrath of God upon your heads, even to the utter destruction of this people. Yea, well did Mosiah say, who was our last king, when he was about to deliver up the kingdom, having no one to confer it upon, causing that this people should be governed by their own voices. Yea, well did he say, that if the, the time should come, that the voice of this people should choose iniquity, that is, if the time should come, that this people should fall into transgression, they would be ripe for destruction. And now I say unto you, that well doth the Lord judge of your iniquities. Well doth he cry unto this people by the voice of his angels, Repent ye, repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Yea, well doth he cry by the voice of his angels, that I will come down among my people with equity and justice in my hands. Yea, and I say unto you, that if it were not for the prayers of the righteous, which are now in the land, that ye would even now be visited with utter destruction. Yet it would not be by flood, as were the people in the days of Noah, but it would be by famine. In, but it would be by famine, and by pestilence, and the sword. But it is by the prayers of the righteous that you are spared. Now therefore, if ye will cast out the righteous from among you, then will not the Lord stay his hand, but in his fierce anger he will come out against you. Then ye shall be smitten by famine, and by pestilence, and by the sword, and the time is soon at hand, except ye repent. And now it came to pass that the people were more angry with Amulek, and they cried out, saying, This man doth revile against our laws, which are just, and our wise lawyers, which we have selected. But Amulek stretched forth his hand, and cried the mightier unto them, saying, O ye wicked and perverse generation, why have Satan got such great hold upon your hearts? Why will ye yield yourselves unto him 
that he may have power over you to blind your eyes, that you will not understand the words which are spoken according to their truth. For behold, have I testified against your law? You do not understand. You say that I have spoken against your law, but I have not. But I have spoken in favour of your law to your condemnation. And now behold, I say unto you that the foundation of the destruction of this people is a beginning to be laid by the unrighteousness of your lawyers and your judges. And now it came to pass that when Amian looked, had spoken these words, the people cried out against him, saying, Now we know that this man is a child of the devil, for he hath lied unto us, for he hath spoken against our law, and now he saith that he hath not spoken against it, and again he hath reviled against our lawyers and our judges. And it came to pass that the lawyers put it into their hearts that they should remember these things against him. And it came to pass that there was one among them whose name was Caesarum, or Caesarum. Now he being the foremost to accuse Amalek and Alma, he being one of the most expert among them, having much business to do among the people. Now the object of these lawyers were to get gain, and they got gain according to their employer. Now it was in the law of Mosiah that every man which was a judge of the law, or which was appointed to be judges, should receive wages according to the time which they laboured to judge those which were brought before them to be judged. Now if a man owed oweth another, and he would not pay that which he did owe, he was complained of to the judge, and the judge executed authority and sent forth officers that the man should be brought before him, and he judgeth the man according to the law and the evidence, the evidences which are brought against him, and thus the man was compelled to pay that which he oweth, or be stripped, or be cast out from among the people, as a thief and a robber. And the judge receiveth for his wages, according to his time, a senine of gold for a day, or a senum of silver, which is equal to a senine of gold. And this is according to the law which was given. Now these are the names of the different pieces of their gold and of their silver according to their value and the names are given by the nephites for they did not reckon after the manner of the jews which were at jerusalem neither did they measure after the manner of the jews but they altered their reckoning and their measure according to the minds and the circumstances of the people in every generation until the reign of the judges they having been established by king mosea now the reckoning is this a senine of gold, a sion of gold, a shum of gold, and a limna of gold, a senum of silver, an amno of silver, an esrom of silver, and an ontai of silver. A senum of silver was equal to a senine of gold, and either for a measure of barley, and also for a measure of every kind of grain. Now the amount of a sion of gold was twice the value of a senine. And a shum of gold was twice the value of this sion. And a limna of gold was the value of them all. And an amna of silver was as great as two senums. And an esrom of silver was as great as four senums. And an ontai was as great as them all. Now this is the value of the lesser numbers of the reckoning. A siblum is half of a senum. Therefore a siblum for half a measure of barley and a 
Shiblon is a half of a Shiblon. And a Leah is the half of a Shiblon. Now this is their number according to their reckoning. Now an Antion of gold is equal to three Shiblons. Now it was for the sole purpose for to get gain because they received wages according to their employ. Therefore they did stir up the people to writings and all manner of disturbances and wickedness that they might have more employ that they might get money according to the suits which was brought before them therefore they did stir up the people against Alma and Amalek and this Caesarum began to question Amalek saying will you answer me a few questions which I shall ask you now Caesarum was a man which was expert in the devices of the devil that he might destroy that which was good therefore he saith unto Amalek Will ye answer the questions which I shall put unto you? And Amalek saith unto him, Yea, if it be according to the Spirit of Lord of the Lord which is in me, for I shall say nothing which is contrary to the Spirit of the Lord. And Zeezrom saith unto him, Behold, here is six onties of silver, and all these will I give thee if thou wilt deny the existence of a supreme being. Now Amalek saith, O thou child of hell, why tempt ye me? Knowest thou that the righteous yieldeth to no such temptations? Believest thou that there is no God? I say unto you, Nay, thou knowest that there is a God, but thou lovest that lucre more than him. And now thou hast lied before God unto me. Thou said unto me, Behold these six aunties, which are of great worth, I will give unto thee, when thou had it in thy heart, to retain them from me. And it was only thy desire that I should deny the true and living God, that thou mightest have cause to destroy me. And now behold, for the great evil thou shalt have thy reward. And Zeezrom saith unto him, Thou sayest there is a true and a living God. And Amulek saith, Yea, there is a true and a living God. Now Zeezrom saith, Is there more than one God? And he answereth, No. Now Zeezrom saith, unto him again how knowest thou these things and he saith an angel hath made them known unto me and Zeezrom saith again who is he that shall come is he the son of God and he said unto him yeah and Zeezrom saith again shall he save his people in their sins and Amulek answered and said unto him I say unto you he shall not for it is impossible for him to deny his words now Zeezrom saith unto the people, See that you remember these things, for he saith there is but one God, yet he saith that the Son of God shall come, but he shall not save his people, as though he had authority to command God. Now Amulek saith again unto him, Behold, thou hast lied, for thou sayest that I spake as though I had authority to command God, because I said he shall not save his people in their sins. And I say unto you again, that he cannot save them in their sins, for I cannot deny his word. And he hath said, that no unclean thing can inherit the kingdom of heaven. Therefore how can you be saved, except ye inherit the kingdom of heaven? Therefore ye cannot be saved in your sins. Now Caesarum saith again unto him, Is the Son of God the very eternal Father? And Amulek said unto him, Yeah, he is the very eternal Father of heaven and of earth, and all things which in them is. 
He is the beginning and the end, the first and the last, and he shall come into the world to redeem his people. And he shall take upon him the transgressions of those who believe on his name. And these are they that shall have eternal life, and salvation cometh to none else. Therefore the wicked remaineth as though there had been no redemption made, except it be the loosing of the bands of death. For behold, the day cometh that all shall rise from the dead, and stand before God, and be judged according to their works. Now there is a death, which is called a temporal death, and the death of Christ shall loose the bands of this temporal death, that all shall be raised from this temporal death. The spirit and the body shall be reunited again in its perfect form, both limb and joint shall be restored to its proper frame, even as we now are at this time. And we shall be brought to stand before God, knowing even as we know now, and have a bright recollection of our, all our guilt. Now this restoration shall come to all, both old and young, both bonds and free, both male and female, both the wicked and the righteous. And even there shall not so much as a hair of their heads be lost, but all things shall be restored to its perfect frame, as it is now, or in the or in the body, and shall be brought and be arraigned before the bar of Christ the Son, and God the Father, and the Holy Spirit, which is our one eternal God, to be judged according to their works, whether they be good or whether they be evil. Now behold, I have spoken unto you concerning the death of the mortal body, and also concerning the resurrection of the mortal body. I say unto you that this mortal body is raised to an immortal body. This is from death, that is from death, even from the first death unto life, that they can die no more, their spirits uniting with their bodies, never to be divided, thus the whole becoming spiritually immortal, that they can no more see corruption. Now when Amalek had finished these words, the people began again to be astonished, and also Zeshram began to tremble, and thus ended the words of Amalek, or oh, this is all that I have written. And that's the end of that chapter. Thank you for listening.